What is up, guys? And thank you so much for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a lot to get to on today's show. Um, the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer is out. It's the probably most robust, most uh, um, forthcoming trailer we've gotten in terms of seeing new footage and new elements from this, you know, rebranded movie. Obviously, you know, Snyder, who was originally doing the original Justice League movie, he got left booted how we're not gonna go into what happened but he left the project we didn't came on did his version of the movie snyder now getting a chance to finish what he wanted to do we got the trailer um certainly some big appearances in there we'll talk about some of those appearances which we did preview a little bit last week uh, on this show we also have a, a pretty major rumor regarding what marvel may be setting up in its doctor strange multiverse of madness or whatever multiverse and in the virgin most of madness whatever they call that movie Doctor Strange too that movie and it's uh and, and and some of the setup that may be happening would would have some massive ramifications for the rest of the mcu in that in that new phase so we'll uh, discuss what those rumors are we got a major casting for a villain in captain marvel 2 and the latest on the uh status of black widow which is set to come out in theaters still in a couple of months but you know, the question kind of lies, will that indeed happen? And is there a chance that we will see that on Disney Plus? We'll give you guys the latest uh, on those uh, discussions. Join me on my co-host, starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, what's up, dude? And what are you looking forward to talking about today? Hey, EJ. Uh, glad to be on the show, as always. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, talking about the Snyder Cut, as always. Uh, you guys know I'm a Zack Snyder fan. I do very much enjoy his movies, uh, so I'm interested in seeing this movie. We have a, a, uh, a trailer that reveals uh, quite a bit, uh, so it's a good deal to talk about. So I'm jumping into that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Kendall joins us on the podcast as well. Yeah. Kendall, thanks for coming on the show again. What are you looking forward to talking about this week? Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about a whole host of stuff. Um, you know, it's funny. I was watching... Uh, I was watching our, um, not our, but I was watching Disney Plus uh, yesterday, and they had, they they have their Marvel Six One Six series, which is just a documentary series, um, and it was I watched an episode where they were at New York Comic Con, they were following five different cosplayers as they prepared for New York Comic Con. I was gonna say they they yeah. find us. <laughs> yeah, you know I was on the lookout. Yeah, you trying to look in the background. <laughs> um. You know, Shamari unfortunately did not cosplay uh, last year. Um, ah man, that's right. That's all right, well, you know, challenge, challenge accepted. Yeah, let's, yeah. See, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we call Disney <laughs> get, get Shamari on the show, but um, but yeah, it just reminded me that there was you know uh, no no Comic Con last year. Um, you know, we saw I definitely saw some of the people that we interviewed during the special, so it was cool. But um, but yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, Definitely a nice little throwback to, <laughs> to when things were a lot simpler <laughs> back in the day. Simpler times. I know. And, and I'll be honest, I, I, don't, I don't think that there's going to be a Comic-Con again this year. I don't know how you guys are uh, are calling it at this point, but I think that the chances yeah. are very slim. I think San Diego seems impossible. Yeah, um, it's complete. Yeah, compo- yeah, San Diego is impossible. Yeah, New York, while October... We'll see where we are. I, I just can't imagine they're going to be ma- allowing those kind of mass gatherings, even in October. Um, yeah, even I in the best case scenario where most people are vaccinated by 
the end of the summer. I, uh, there's just no way I think that kind of event's going to be allowed. Yeah, I mean, they would have to. Uh, there have to be some major alterations. I think they're going to try to have it um, because, I mean, by then it would be a, at least quite a few months before everyone that who that wanted to be vaccinated in this country uh, has been vaccinated. Right. So I think they're going to try to try to do something. I think it's going to be massively altered. So it's not going to be like any Comic Con we've. It's not going to be the Comic Con of old. That, um, I can see that happen. Much, much, much fewer people. And uh, uh, there'll probably still be at least some online component, I would think. But but I think they're just I think at that point, it's just survival. I think, I think they're going to be trying to, you know, make it so that the event itself doesn't die like all these other industries. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm just looking forward to things eventually uh, getting back to uh Getting back to normal. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. You know, I'm glad Kendall mentioned Comic Con because you know that's an important event for us. You know, uh, every year we've gotten for the past three, three years, I think we've gotten to uh, cover Comic Con. We've gotten to meet some really amazing people, uh, talk to some really cool people, and, and meet some great fans. Uh, you know, kind of expose the brand to some more people, which has always been exciting. And just the energy, you know, the energy of, of being there and seeing all these people with the love for this kind of stuff that we have. It's uh, you can't. You can't uh, find that anywhere else. It's it's immeasurable. Um, it's indispensable. So, you know, I, I certainly hope that this isn't the you know the end of conventions as we know them. I hope that you know 2022 we see more of a normal Comic Con, uh, both in San Diego and in New York. But uh, you know, I guess only time will tell if that will happen. But yeah, you know, I was thinking about Comic Con the other day. I was like, man, I think that's a wrap. I don't think there's any way it's gonna be a Comic Con. At least again, definitely not how. We're accustomed to seeing it. I think there's no way there'll be anything in San Diego this year. And, you know, I think that the states that they're in also have play a big factor. I don't think that uh, the governor of New York or the governor of California would be likely to support, like, <laughs> massive gatherings. You know, if they were in uh, Montana, <laughs> it, was, it was Montana or South Dakota or even, like, Florida, like, you know, some of those. Uh, I think North Dakota actually was the woman who was, like, who just letting them just do whatever. Um, they, you know, if they were there, maybe, like, there would be a chance, I think. If there was a Florida Comic Con, that might go on. But uh, I don't think that that's going to happen with the governors that are currently running the show there. But, um, but yeah, let's get to the show, man. It should be good stuff to talk about. And let's begin with the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer that was released by HBO Max and Warner Brothers this week. Um, it's so weird to watch a trailer for a movie that's already happened. And I feel like when I, when I watched this trailer... It was weird because I felt like I was getting all of the, like for lack of a better term, all of like the extra kind of like content and not necessarily a lot of the story per se. Like, you know, we see Dark Side, um, the last shot, you know, we kind of got a hint that we were going to see the Joker because we got, we did the story last week on the new look from Jared Leto um, last week. And here you see the Joker in that nightmare world, you know, talking to Batman at the end, uh, we see obviously the Iris, uh, Iris West Barry Allen scene. Um, it, it just seems like a lot of the elements that maybe aren't as central to the plot of stopping Steppenwolf are prevalent in this trailer, and that kind of makes me curious about like, like how much of this trailer was just like that, just like the extra details, and like how much of the actual story of the movie is really going to change. We did get to see Black Suit Superman. Um, he looked great. I really wish that, uh, you know, uh, 
that's something Whedon would have kept in the last movie. But, uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, what do you guys? I don't know what you guys made of this trailer, but to me, it was kind of hard for me to get a feel for it because this felt like it looked fine, but it just felt like a lot of just like cool shots of just like di- very different things that I know don't really have much to do with the actual plot of the movie per se. Yeah, yeah, I think you have a good handle on it, EJ. I think I, we got a similar a similar interpretation. It, it, it's a little, it was a little bit of a messy trailer from that regard. Um, and look, I, I think clearly their intention was to just show you everything that we show nothing that we saw from the last one. It's pretty much, um, almost every shot. It feels like is something that is new, but like you said, because the movie is still the movie, the, the story is still the story. There can be differences, but you know, they, they avoided a lot of the, the, the normal plot, uh, devices that you get in a, in a trailer like this. So, um, it does come off sometimes a little messy. Uh, because there's too much of the action shots and too much of the the Easter eggs that they dropped in there, but um, you know, hey, look, I mean, this this to me was a a trailer for quote unquote Snyder cut fans, you know, whatever that is, whatever you consider sure. them, you know, they, like, they they were loving this 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 trailer. Oh yeah, they, they were going they, crazy. Yeah, they just love this trailer because again, it just it just like it validated that there was a, there's so much more out there. You know, I wouldn't be as concerned. I'm not as concerned about you know, or how much of the movie, how much is there left? You know, because are they showing us all the new stuff? I'm not as concerned because the movie's gonna be four hours, and you know, if they took out a lot of weed and stuff to begin with, then that means that there's you know at least probably a good two hours of uh, new footage, you know, that's going to be in this movie, if not more. So that is go- that is uh, encouraging. Um, but regardless, uh, yeah, this feels like this was very much a, a trailer made for Snyder fans. It's, it's, Snyder is good about that, you know. He has a very good rapport and a very good feel, I think, for his uh, fan base. But um, me personally, I you know, I'm not as excited for the Snyder Cut. So, you know, I didn't lose my mind over this. But... Um, but it it was a good trailer if, if you're if you're looking for all the new stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was a good trailer. You know, I, I thought it was, um, you know, I, there there are some things that stand out, uh, like of course Black Suit Superman, Nightmare Joker, um, you know, things like that that we clearly just did not get at all last time that we're going to be getting. Um, uh, and I feel like there's also some more subtle things. Um, like for example, one thing that stood out to me was Steppenwolf got a bit of an upgrade. Oh yeah, he looks he looks a lot better to me. He looks for less sure. like a, less like a, like a putty monster, right? And more like an actual like like legit like villain. Yeah. So I so I think he got an upgrade, which is very welcome because that was one of the things that was bothering me about <laughs> about the original. I'm like this guy looks really weird, but like he looks a lot better. And I mean, we're getting Dark Side, uh, which is just. You know, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I think this is gonna be it's gonna be a similar movie. Like we got a lot of we got a lot of similar action shots to what we got, but but um, but you know, the inclusion of dark dark side and black suit Superman and and you know nightmare sequences. It seems like this is clearly gonna be there. There are clearly gonna be some very different elements uh, to the plot. It may be it may be similar. I think it's gonna be similar, but uh, but. You know, the inclusion of those these new characters is kind of like, yeah, this is going to be something different. And, um, you know, 
it's going to be what the original creator had in mind. So um, I think they showed a lot of cool things, a lot of new shots with uh, with uh, the Flash, Ezra Miller's Flash, uh, a lot of new shots of Ray Fisher. So Ray Fisher's Cyborg. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm on board. Yeah, I've been on board, so I'm just waiting for it to come out. Is is something it, to me is it's it's weird, the dark side stuff. I don't know, something's off with my with just my interpretation of what's happening, but it just feels like I I'm not as excited for the dark side stuff as I think I would have been if this would have been the original movie, only because like I don't think that they're doing. They've already kind of said we're not going to do anything else with this. And I don't think I don't I don't see Dark Side being in that much of this movie. Um, I hope he is, uh, because I mean he's Dark Side. And again, I don't know what the future is for the for for the Snyder verse. But um, that's the part that's the part of this whole project that's kind of still throwing me off. Is that like I should be more excited when I see Dark Side and Granny Goodness, but you know I, I you know. I, there's not, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be a Justice League too, you know. So that's 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 throwing me off. I don't know about you, EJ. Yeah, I think that that's you know, and that's kind of what I kind of alluded to when I said you know, like there's a lot of you know of the new stuff, but like you know, it's weird. You know, we watch trailers so closely, and, you know, we have a trained eye for how it's, this one is especially different because we've seen this movie. Obviously, it's a different version of the movie, but we know the short of it of how the whole story plays out. Yeah, so when they're, I'm watching they're, they're this trailer... Past. Yeah, their mission in this trailer is a lot different than your normal movie. Exactly. So when I see where Darkseid is showing up in this trailer, like, to me, it looks very clear. It's whenever they want to talk about the great war that happened previously when the Parademon and the Darkseid try to take over Earth. Like, that's when you're going to see him, which is cool, and it may be a great scene. You know, there's a really quick shot, but a really cool shot of King Arthur... In, uh, in this trailer or something, you know, I want to see, you know, see that, uh, see that, uh, you know, play out. But it's just, I guess I agree, it's kind of hard to get too excited because I just feel like, um, like, he would have been, like, in, in a perfect world, and this was Zack's plan, like, you wouldn't have teased Darkseid at all in any trailer. He would have, you would have had these appearances happen in the movie, and it would have been like, oh, crap, holy crap moments. That would have been awesome. I think now, because, again, you're, promoting a movie that we already seen so you gotta give us new stuff they're giving us all like the the the, the cute easter eggs in the trailer but i know there's not i don't think it's gonna go beyond what we're seeing in the trailer like the scenes will play out and like we'll see what these scenes mean and what happens in these scenes but like because we know how the movie goes and we kind of have an idea of what zach's plan was because he's talked about it a million times like i guess the excitement kind of dwanes a little bit because i kind of know you know i'm not gonna see dark side scrapping with superman so I, I, you know, I don't need to be waiting for that, and I'm not raising my hopes up for that. It doesn't mean what they, what he doesn't present isn't cool. But again, that that all that anticipation and excitement, it, it all like it, to me, what I've learned through this process of the whole Snyder saga is that like you, you kind of learn like the what are the essentials of you know movie making and like. You know, like surprises of not knowing what a plot is, is a big part. You know, newsflash. You know, it's something I've learned, and like, I think some of the problem I have with this movie in terms of the excitement level is knowing that it's the the storyline is essentially going to go more or less the same. You know, but they're going to add a couple of different things, and again, this could be a better version. I, I did not like the Last Justice League movie, but 
uh, I thought the story was ridiculously convoluted and, um, and, and, and became kind of just like this kind of really raging CGI fest by the end. I thought that the chemistry between the actors and, and the performances individually, I thought were pretty solid, but the story kind of just, and the terrible villain really, you know, drag, dragged it down. Those are all elements that can be fixed, but, you know, not fixed per se, like the story being more cohesive and, and, and some of these elements can be fixed, but we're not seeing that in these trailers. We're seeing like the little Easter eggs that people wanted to see. And to me, I don't think missing the Easter eggs were why the movie was bad. The movie was bad for a lot of reasons. This tone didn't make sense. Some things sounded like Zack Snyder. Some things sounded like Josh Whedon. So it was just a convoluted mess. And so for a trailer, what we're getting is, to me, a convoluted mess. Because we're seeing these, like, just, like, uh, kind of like, where's Waldo? Like, to me, this is, like, where's Waldo version of cutting a trailer. It's like, all right, let's show them as much as we can of, like, the new stuff and the cool stuff that people were expecting to see, hoping to see, and didn't get to see in the last movie. And it's like, they got to promote the movie. This is probably the best way to do it. So I, I understand that. In terms of my excitement level for it, you know, it's a little tough for me. So so Darkseid is just going to be an Easter egg in the movie? That's, that's like, confirmed? I mean, I don't think he's an Easter like, Like, I don't think he's an Easter egg, but, like, I think to me, he's, I don't, like, he's not going to be, like, again, I, I, I could be, crazy wrong and trust me the Snyder fans they will rip you to shreds if you end up being wrong about something that Zack Snyder is doing but my interpretation is that you know he's probably in that great war that they keep talking about where you see the Dam- the Damascarans and you see the Atlanteans and you see the Parademons and, and Steppenwolf's in there and Darkseid's in there he, you know, he has the axe and he slams the axe like that to me is probably going to be a big fight scene a flashback that they're going to show um, there seems to be a couple other scenes where he's kind of like talking to Steppenwolf or doing whatever, and like so maybe to say he's an Easter egg is Mike is giving him a lot of credit, but like he's not gonna be like in the movie like like fighting Superman and Aquaman like that's not happening. Mike, like, I, my guess is he's gonna be in this as much as Thanos was in Guardian. Right, um, I would agree with that too. And I think that their their the initial goal was to set up Darkseid as Thanos, you know, for the Justice League at some point, mm-hmm. but. You know, we may or may not. We probably won't see that any, anymore. You know, and it's still cool that we're gonna see Darkseid. And hey, I could be wrong. We both could be wrong. We don't know. You know, Snyder they shot new stuff. They you know they changed stuff, so it could end up coming out differently than what they even intended. But I feel like that was the initial intent was for Darkseid to be the villain in the second one. Um, I mean, let me say this. I hope that he does become the guy they fight at the end of the movie. Like that would be that would be awesome. That's yeah. how this movie should have ended. Like this, yeah. this is this is what the movie should have been, if that's yeah. what they do. Um, and again, we know they shot different stuff. And if this that ends up being what this movie is, and like I'm underselling Darkseid's role, I will happily be wrong. What I will that. say is that, that would make feel, me that would actually make me excited to see this movie. I'm not as in tune with the Snyder community. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous me even saying that, like the Snyder community. But like, it feels like Ray Porter, who's gonna be the he's the actor that's portraying Darkseid in this movie. It feels like Ray Porter has been very involved in that. And I don't know if that's just because he just wasn't in the first one, so it's like new. You know, he's like they're right. kind of the only new actor involved in this. That you know, I feel like you know he's he may he may be in this movie a lot. Because he's the only, he, he's like the only new actor in this, or this could be a situation where, um, you know, that's the only reason why he's doing that, why he's doing that kind of promotion. But, um, you know, that's the only, that's the only part of it where I'm not as 
concern is because Ray Porter is doing a lot of this promotion. I don't know if somebody who's in the movie for five lines mm-hmm. would be doing that kind of promotion. That's true. Um, so I, so I, I will give that benefit of that, but this does feel to me like a Thanos uh, situation. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people, including a lot of Snyder people, of which I'm one of them, <laughs> uh, would be very disappointed if he if he just has a couple lines, because they featured him very heavily in the trailer. You know, it's not like he's. I feel like if he if that was his role, like they should have maybe maybe just show that poster of him. You know that Wonder Woman's looking at, or maybe just show like maybe a glimmer of it, or him swinging a hammer or something, yeah. and then you move on to something else. Like, oh, there's Dark Side. See the Dark Side. You know, like, but not a thing where it's like, you know, Steppen, Steppenwolf movie. is yeah. bowing down to him, and he has all his people near him, and it's like, yo, this guy is gonna be in the movie. Yeah. That's what it looks like when you're watching the trailer. It's like he's gonna be in the movie, like doing stuff in the movie, not just some flashback that just happens and then happens for like a couple seconds, and then like. You know, it's like, no, he's in the movie. This is the guy who Steppenwolf technically reports to anyway. He's supposed or he's supposed to be reporting to, you know, in the DC lore, you know. So, uh, you know, that kind of wasn't the case in Whedon's version. So I would think that Snyder would want to be more loyal to the original material. I mean, if this is was what he had originally planned, which would be Steppenwolf being the main villain, that'd be pretty whack. So, I mean, that was one of our complaints in the original one. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that, uh, you know, uh, I mean, certainly, it's certainly possible that Darkseid is just a flashback guy. But, I mean, I I feel like at the very least, I feel like he has to do something. Even if he's not necessarily, like, you know, trading blows with anybody, he's got to be doing something. Whether he be commanding the army or shooting Omega beams from space, something. You know, they got to have him do something. You know, so... Um, so yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, they uh, they got four hours, so <laughs> I, yeah. I would I, I would agree with you. I just I guess maybe I'm just setting my expectations fairly low, only because of what the movie we saw was. Now again, right? I, I know Snyder yeah. fans will say, "Hey, this is new. Don't do that," and that's fair. Maybe again, maybe there's way more to this dark side stuff than we anticipate. But I feel like even the conversations that we've seen from people who said that Snyder could existed, who were right, like a Kevin Smith. I, I, I didn't hear about this, like, massive dark side, um, you know, uh, involvement in this movie. Like, we knew he was in it, and, like, there were parts where he's supposed to be in it. And, like, to me, like, they've lived up to their word with that. Like, so I guess to me, like, my interpretation of what I'm supposed to be seeing is, you know, what Kevin Smith has essentially said was supposed to happen. I, I, if they go beyond that, that's great, and I'll be wrong. But my expectations don't go beyond that, is that, again, like Kendall said, a... a, uh, a, a Thanos and in and uh, Guardians kind of uh, maybe maybe a little more than that I would say for me, um, but like that being kind of his uh his, his uh his role in this I I can see more and it seems like you know the nightmare scene is going to be something that's just way more invested and way more uh, fleshed out and uh, I, I'm I I want to see what that's going to look like you know too so it's uh it, it's look this is again the one of the most uh, interesting projects we've ever covered on this show. Um, so I, I want to see how it comes out in the end. I think that the result, the final result, will de- maybe be very determinative of what we see in the future with alternate versions of movies and, and things like that. 
But uh, let's talk now. Let's go over to Marvel and let's talk about a rumor that uh, that is surfacing in on the internet. This is from the uh, the people, the good folks over at Giant Freaking Robot, who they claim that they have a source who is on the set at uh, the Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. The title I could not get the name correctly when I originally uh, tried to name it in the open. Um, they have a source telling them that this film will be, in part, a setup for Marvel's Illuminati. And they go as far to say that this film will include uh, Professor X, Namor, um, and Mr. Fantastic all making their debuts in this film. So that would obviously be massive if that is indeed what they're doing. You know, one, just the fact that you could be seeing, uh, you know, Namor and and um, and Reed and, and, and Charles all make their debut in this movie, considering we're kind of expecting them to make their debuts in other projects is certainly interesting news. But uh, but then obviously the setup for the Illuminati, you know, we're obviously missing Tony Stark, who was a big part of that. I don't know what their plans are for Black Bolt. Um you know, we know he was a part of that that group as well, and we don't. We talked about a little bit about the, the status of the Inhumans last week, but that would be huge. Um, that w- that would certainly be huge. Sham, what do you make of this rumor? Do you buy it? And if you do buy it, uh, what do you think in terms of how they're approaching this? If this is, is indeed uh, what they're trying to plot out. Uh, so, so I don't buy it just because of how crazy it is not necessarily because it sounds it sounds just like something that can't happen but that would be so like mind-blowing that i'm just like ah is this true because we're already hearing so much about the movie i don't like the spider the spider man is going to be in the movie or spider man are going to be in the movie like there's all this other stuff that's going to be in this movie you know wandavision's leading into this movie uh so we're getting all, all this stuff with that and probably Mephisto, I would guess, is going to be in the movie. There's going to be so much going on in this movie that, I mean, debuting all those massive Marvel Universe characters would be a whole other thing. Uh, So I think that would make this like Civil War level in terms of just massive, crazy characters, um, you know, and stuff going on in the movie. So, I mean, it's possible. Um, but I mean, there's already so much that, that, that has been rumored. We don't know anything or we don't know much for sure. Uh, but there's already, it seems like there's already so much going on. I mean, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure there'll be even more stuff about this movie that we'll know by the end of WandaVision. So I feel like there's already so much going on. I I don't think this is the case. If it is the case, uh, then that would be crazy. I would think it's more of an Easter egg end of the movie type thing. And um, you know, just leading into the future, but uh, that would be insane, and that would make Doctor Strange two a must see movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I already like the first one, but that would make this movie just way more important. What do you say, Kendall? Do you buy it? Um, it's it, look, it's hard for me to completely buy it. Like Shamari said, this does feel um does feel very extreme. Um. But I think that this is, I think it's a little bit more possible than I think Shamar might be giving it credit for. Um, only because I don't think that I'm interpreting this as them not, like, being in the movie, like, 
like full on, but more like an after credit scene type type of deal. Mm-hmm. Or like I mean, I think after credit scene is possible. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think them being in the movie is maybe like twenty percent. But after right. credits, I, I mean, it's like I mean, I'll give that like a forty percent as possible. Right, and I, I think that's what they're talking about. Because um, I guess when you say like they're gonna debut, um, you know, I don't think I I don't take that necessarily as like these guys are gonna be in the movie like, you know, as much as Spider Man was in Civil War and Black Panther. Like, you know, if this was that if this was that kind of deal where it was like, oh, they're gonna debut like Black Panther debuted in Civil War and Spider Man, I'd be like, yeah, no way, yeah, Zero. no way. I, I would, I would, I would, I would agree with that. There's no way that's happening. <laughs> But given the and given the 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 essence of the Illuminati, I don't think that they would ever be more than an after credit scene when they debuted. Um, you know, similar to the Avengers Initiative kind of after credit scene where it's like shadowy and <laughs> something happens and there's 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 a conversation that's had. And if if you show it could be, you know, in today's day and age, like it could be like you know similar to what we had in. You know, the in phase one where we had the the World Council or whatever it was, where it's like a Zoom kind of thing, where it's like the light, you know, <laughs> Young Justice, where they're all kind of in their own in their own places if they're not all converging on one place. Um, I guess the only question I would have is like, given the, the Doctor Strange is going to be a multiverse movie, are we are we talking about like James McAvoy? You know, are we talking about? I, again, I always yeah. say it's probably not Miles Teller, but you know, we're talking about the same Reed Richards from the first one. Krasinski. Uh, I mean, are we talking about John Krasinski? Like that's those are the questions I, that that I would have. Obviously, we haven't had a name more yet, but um, you know, it, it seems you know could we could they they may have already found their name more. I'm sure I'm sure they have found their name more uh, for Black Panther two if he's in Black Panther two. Um, so that's the that, that's my question. Is that I would be? I feel like it's a little more believable if it's the same people. If if we're talking about introducing three new cast members, that would be. I mean, that would be crazy. But I, I if that's the case, and I feel like we will have known at that point who those actors are. Which maybe that will be the case because by the time Doctor Strange comes out, like Fantastic Four will have to get going at that point. I mean. Um, I- I think if you're talking about a Miles Teller, I mean that's that would be truly shocking. I, I that I mean I just I could not see them introducing my uh, Miles Teller. Um, I I don't think they would do Miles Teller. I think it would be, have to be the original. Um, yeah, I mean that's the only one. Even, even even that would be super surprising to me. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's a clean sweep. I I, I don't necessarily buy this. Um, and I think, you know, you guys kind of put it in good context. Like, I certainly don't buy that they're in, in the movie. Because I think that, to me, you know, again, I, you know, Feige, he tells us what he wants us to hear. But I think, you know, we should listen to what he tells us very carefully and take it in great consideration. And his process has been, you know, to, this movie connects greatly to WandaVision and Spider-Man. So when you start getting into Illuminati territory, I mean, that we're going really off the reservation in regards to what Feige is telling us. Now, does that mean that he's not telling us the whole story? It's almost 100% he's not telling us the whole story of what this movie exactly is. But 
I do want to kind of take credence into what he is telling us. And I feel like, man, they're going to try to connect two other previous projects and connect to two more, three more franchises, really, if you count Namor. Like, because that's like Black Panther. Like, to me, like, that becomes a lot to handle. Not to say that they can't do it, but that would surprise me if they were going that far. Um, particularly in a, in a Doctor Strange movie. We know that Doctor Strange movie is a, a massive release. You know, I think it is going to be, you know, your Civil War, you know, uh, Iron Man 2, Cat Winter Soldier kind of event where it's supposed to be kind of like your your bridge to an, uh, an Avengers movie that we don't have because we don't have an Avengers movie right now. Like, I think that that's what it's going to be. But, I mean, they went that far off the reservation. To me, this shouldn't be a Doctor Strange movie. It should be called something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I hope this Doctor Strange movie remains a Doctor Strange movie. I like the first one. It's Doctor Strange. I like uh, 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 Cumberbatch is Strange. So I hope this remains a Doctor Strange movie. And look, everything that we get, I, I watched Kevin Feige's Disney Plus, Disney Investor Day, uh, I should say, uh, presentation yet last night. And everything he said about Doctor Strange multiverse in the multiverse of madness, uh, nothing suggested that it was going to be something, some ridiculous bonanza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they announced that America Chavez was going to be in it. You know, they announced that Baron Mordo is going to be back. And, right. you know, Christine Palmer, Rachel McAdams' character is going to be back. Right. And uh, they announced that Wong's going to be back. You know, nothing crazy. I mean, you yeah. suggested that it, there was going to be some multiverse, but nothing nothing crazy and that elizabeth olsen was going to be in it that was about to, that was pretty much the the big deal so i you know but on the other hand dj why did sam raimi want to be in this so badly you know i don't know if he said so badly but like why why is sam raimi who like haven't directed anything he has well, directed I, well, anything in like two decades yeah. now and want to come back for this movie well, to me, you know, we talked about it when they when he was hired. I mean, to me, you know, it pointed directly to Spider Verse, pointed directly to, you know, perhaps there's some deal that's going to be dealing with, you know, the movies that he dealt with, with, uh, with with Tobey Maguire as as Spider Man, and for from a Marvel standpoint, they thought who best can we who who be better to do this kind of movie than with the guy who created that universe, and. On his part, you know, I think he probably was excited about the idea of one, the paycheck of doing a, a big Marvel movie, and two, the idea that he could, uh, you know, continue, not continue his story per se because it's going to be told in the Marvel ends, but at least you know he could have the influences and, and kind of and give his understanding to this project, to the characters that he created. So that's why, again, when we go into Illuminati territory, that's why I'm like, okay, that goes really far. Now, again, can we be saying after credit scene or post credit scene or mid credit scene? That's something I could see happening. Um, but it turns out them being in the movie, and, you know, this, to be fair, this article, I don't think it really specifies, per se, like, you know, their um, their involvement. It just says that, you know, it will introduce these characters and that it's a, uh, it's a setting up of the Illuminati. What do, you, what, what do we think is going to be the Illuminati's involvement in the MCU? Now, like, you know, obviously the most famous story involving the, the Illuminati is Planet Hulk, and they've already kind of went down that road. What other dealings would the Illuminati be be curious with? Now, well, well, I will say the Illuminati, um, one of the, I mean, it wasn't a huge deal, but one of the things about the Illuminati that was interesting was, like, you know, Charles Xavier, I think it was Charles Xavier was a scroll. 
Right. Like, it, it wasn't. Mean. It wasn't actually Charles Xavier. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like you know, what we learned was that the Illuminati had had not. It wasn't necessarily what they had you know done in the past or in the future. It was they had done a lot of stuff in the past. Like right. they had been doing things behind the scenes for a long time. So. So I don't know that that's. That, could they flash it. back to stuff that you're saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. Could Tony Stark have been a part of the Illuminati? Could he have formed it? You know. Yeah. Like. Right. That's the thing, because yeah. people are kind of, oh, no Tony Stark, you know. Um, now, the problem is, like, he, he didn't know Stephen Strange until they met in Infinity War. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, that that would be hard. But who's, yeah. to say that they, who's to say that they don't approach him, you know? Right, that's the thing. Maybe maybe Strange he wasn't did form them, but yeah. yeah. But maybe they maybe, maybe like succeeding Tony Stark in the yeah. in the Illuminati. You know, I that I'll say to answer your question, I know I'm the I'm the scrolls guy, like the guy the aliens guy in that uh yeah, in that exactly. meme. But like that that is the thing, is that like, you know, Stark, you know, had 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 you know, talked about the fact that there's a scroll invasion going on and that was indeed an issue. And again, there was a scroll within their ranks that they didn't. Would realize. Fury? Do we think Fury would be in the in the Marvel Illuminati at this point? He would make sense. He would make sense. Or I should say the MCU. Know. Right. Um, he would make he would make sense to maybe replace Tony Stark. Right. Um. If they are doing a multiverse thing, like that would be, you know, a big enough kind of event to kind of want to have an Illuminati. You know, like everything's kind of getting out of control. You got people from, you know, we have a Quicksilver from a different universe showing up, and you know, we'll see what other characters we may end up getting in Wandavision or um, down the line. X Men. Yeah, mutants are now out here. You know, like they may, if things start to get too crazy in the MCU, they may feel like they need someone a little more. They got to keep their 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 circle tight. You know, and I think Secret Invasion may be the impetus because. Why would you want? Why wouldn't you just want the Avengers? You know, what's the difference between the Illuminati and the Avengers? And you know, that's where something like Secret Invasion wanting to keep your circle tight would make sense. And by the and way, I, the people of high high intellect, obviously. But what were you gonna say? No. By the way, I I said that uh, I said that Fresh X was a scroll, but I believe it was actually uh, Black Bolt that was a scroll. Just yeah, I was gonna say it was a Black Bolt. That was yeah, the other yeah. guy. Just, just, a, just a housekeeping note for the viewer listener at home who's like, EJ's wrong. That's when he right. that I got that out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I love the idea of doing an Illuminati because, you know, Marvel, the MCU, especially, you know, this, this uh, so many of these movies have been period pieces. We have this Black Widow show, movie that's, uh, that's, you know, set after Civil War. So, like, there's so many things that have been happening in the Marvel Universe. Like, to me, they've set up enough to where you could have a clandestine group of people that maybe are tipping their, you know, tipping the scales a little bit for, for a considerable amount of time um, before all of this happens. Uh, this also could be a result of the multiverse converging. And perhaps maybe, you know, Strange realizes or someone realizes, hey, you know, these multiverses are converging and we need to have a group of people from different universes together to kind of figure out how we're going to manage all this. So, there's, I mean, there's that's, certainly... That's our, why I think it would be, like, McAvoy and, like, you know, Reed Richards and, you know, I... <laughs> we haven't had a Black Bolt yet that's any good, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know how they would do Namor or Black Bolt. 
to make make us care. But maybe right. maybe they're part of the multiverse thing as well. Um, you know, maybe you know Tobey Maguire Spider Man. You know, I'm, I'm not going to speculate too far into that one, but um, you know, I, I could see them wanting to use those characters as uh, big enough characters to want to be in the in, in in the Illuminati. I see that. I see that as well. Um... It could be Patrick Stewart as well, you know. I, I'm I prefer it not be Patrick Stewart for age reasons, but um, you know, I'm, I'm only saying James Mac. <laughs> Got to give Patrick Stewart his credit as well. I mean, I just really, I really badly. I mean, for many reasons, I really want to see the end of Wandavision, but I just so badly want to get past Wandavision just so we have some clear picture of what is going. Like, do will we get any? insight into what is going on with spider-man and doctor strange because again we know this project connects to those two films and those two films the rumors are just out of control in terms of what we're gonna see and i don't want to be let down because we're hearing all these crazy rumors i don't want these movies to be very very mundane and be like yo what the i heck? heard somebody say that i don't know if this is true but i heard someone speculate that the title of spider-man is a spoiler which is why they, they haven't said it Mm, um, interesting. And I think that makes sense, you know, because right, we, right. we at this point, like, we don't. Why have crazy? Said, we don't have a title. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, the movie's coming out this year. We have a title to this movie. It's again. We have a title for all these other movies. Yeah, and we've talked about like whenever they start, if they have what they have, what we think they have, I should say, they have what they th- what we think they have. Then why haven't they? Why haven't they started the marketing for that movie now? Unless they just don't know when it's going to release. And, and I'm not. I'm not going to go far as to make a guess that this is the title. But we talk about the title having to deal with home. House is a home. <laughs> so yeah. if Spider-Man House of M, like, is that is that something that's like again that's possible? <laughs> I just don't want to get out there. Like I didn't right. think about that until you mentioned it, and I'm like, well. And I know it's not the keeping, not necessarily keeping the word home in it, but a house is a home. So I, I would be shocked if that was the name of the title, but, it, you know, that, that was interesting right. to me. Because um, I I am assuming that home will definitely still be a part of the title. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to have to, I think I think that at this point, if you're talking about a movie, when does this movie supposed to come out? In the fall? Uh, December. December? Um, we should have had a title by now. It's February. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should know what the movie's called. Yeah, and they're fully, <laughs> deeply invested in production. They're probably almost done at this point. Yeah, they're so, yeah, they're definitely nearing the end of yeah. the filming. Yeah, so I don't know. So, yeah, there's a lot of mystery still regarding those projects. I'm hoping WandaVision clears up a lot, and we have just three more weeks before we get some answers, hopefully. Um, big casting we got for Captain Marvel 2. So we learned that uh, this week it was Deadline, I think, who got the first scoop that... Um, uh, Zawe Ashton, a, a British actor from Fresh Meat, will be uh, will be the main villain in the uh, in these Captain Marvel sequel, Captain Marvel Two. We know the movie is being uh, directed by uh, by Nia DaCosta. Um, I've seen people throw out there, you know, who they want to see um, Ashton play. I don't. I mean, I know she's a British actress. I don't know what her accent is. And like at this point, like things are so like WandaVision just put so many things just in flux for like what's happening. Like I threw out there, man, why don't they let her be rogue? Like how about that as a villain for Captain Marvel too? Um, I I don't know that that was that was someone who I thought about in terms of who who she could play. This obviously a lot of the people Moonstone 
um, certainly be uh, somebody that, that they would consider. But I, I'm 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 putting I'm I'm starting the campaign now. If if Ashton can do a a um, a convincing, you know, Gulf Coast Mississippi accent, I'm 100% for her being uh, Grove. I'm not sure what the again like the WandaVision is just throwing everything so out of whack. I feel like the like the the comic book movie. Comic book TV world just stopped until WandaVision is is like finished. Uh, at least Marvel, uh, the the Marvel side of things. Because um, I have, I mean, I have no idea what what, what Captain Marvel two is going to be about. Yeah. Um, we know Miss Marvel's in it. We know Monica Rambeau's in it. Um, and I feel like, and, can, and I don't know, I feel like you know the the leading candidacy candidate for a long time was that this was going to be a heavily influenced scroll movie, but after. Right. The drop of the Secret Invasion project, I think that everyone kind of now is unsure. Yeah, I mean, is Secret Invasion going to be kind of a prelude, or a, you know, I'm assuming it's coming out before this movie. Is that going to be a, a, a prelude, or if it's after, I don't even remember. I think it was actually announced after uh, Captain Marvel two was during uh, during the investor meeting, but uh, that that thing was so long, you know, <laughs> so it's hard to remember the exact order. But you, one thing I will say about that investor meeting is that you can definitely tell watching it again that like it's it's he's announced they announced everything in the order that they're supposed to come out, which is interesting. But um, yeah, when it comes to uh, Ashton's role, the first thing I thought of was what you mentioned. I I, I think scroll, um, scroll queen or um, something along those lines. Um, Super scroll, you know, that that seems a little less likely, but um but honestly it's it's again it's so it's so early. Um Rogue is I mean that's interesting it's an interesting casting, but I I don't know why Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau would be so featured if it was Rogue. That would be that's the only question I would have. You know, is Captain Marvel at this point a little too powerful for Rogue? And then you throw in. I mean, I guess the thing about Rogue though is that like she can mimic. All all it takes is just her getting (laughs) in in striking distance, and yeah, she's just as strong as you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that would be interesting. I, I mean, honestly, I'm not familiar with her work, so another one I can't really say much in terms of 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 what. My expectations are, uh, but I am excited that we do have a villain cast. Uh, Moonstone is definitely possible. Rogue is also possible. I think that'll be an interesting twist uh, for the sequel. I think it would be also be a good lead into our whole mutants and X Men storyline. Um. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, and it, and it would lead to Rogue getting Captain Marvel's powers. Um. You know, though I don't know where that would leave Captain Marvel. I'm not sure that they want to do that uh, uh, just yet. So that would kind of be my question with regards to that. Right. But, um, uh, but I do think that that's that's definitely a possibility. Um, uh, so yeah, I, honestly, when it comes to expectations, I, I don't really have many expectations. I feel like the, the, it's so wide open um, in terms of the people that she could be. I don't. I would not expect her to be rogue. I put that pretty low on my list of, of possibilities personally. I just don't think they want to do that yet. I don't think that's something that they won't ever do. But I don't think they want to do that yet. I think they want the second movie to be her, you know, Monica Rambeau, 
and you know maybe a team up maybe a passing of the torch so to speak and and uh yeah something like that right right that's what i'm thinking yeah, and I, and I get that. I guess the reason why, you know, and I, I, I'll say this. I think that the possi- the probability of Rogue is low, but I'm banging the table yeah. and I'm starting the campaign because, you know, Captain Marvel 2 is one of the more distant projects in this phase. So mm-hmm. to me, at that point in time, I was certainly hoping, you know, we got a lot of excitement going on in terms of, like, because of what's happening in WandaVision, where the X-Men may be introduced, where mutants may be introduced. Like, to me, like, that would be far along enough to where we start to see some influential mutants and, you know, Cow and Rogue's story is so instrumental to the Marvel Universe. It's such, uh, it's, it's important because it speaks to kind of the, um, just kind of the stuff that Cow had to overcome and it's important to Rogue because it kind of, it's, 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 it's the origin story of someone who became a villain, who was a villain initially who eventually becomes one of the, the greater heroes of the X-Men. And, you know, I, I think that someone like Ashton, that's that's the kind of, he's kind of actress perhaps you could, you know, start that process with and have her move forward. And maybe she begins in Captain Marvel, but eventually she is maybe one of the X-Men. Um, but I certainly think Moonstone's possible because, again, you know, the, the reason why I think Moonstone is also a, a, a strong case is because Moonstone is a very important member of the Thunderbolts, which we understand is something that's been on their radar. So again, if you like Ashton that much and you're this is a character that you want to keep in the fold for a while, uh, Moonsoul could be good because you could put her in a Captain Marvel 2, but maybe you eventually continue her story in another project, maybe that be being Thunderbolts sometime in the distant future. Is, is there concern about Captain Marvel too. Yes. I, you know, it, maybe I'm coming out of. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I, I, I have some concern. Yeah. I don't want to be doom and gloom, but you know, we talk about the first one was good. I actually I enjoyed it. I think more than most people did. You know, some people had issues with it. Um, I very much enjoyed the first one. Um, rewatched a little bit of it a couple weeks ago, uh, and it's it's a fun movie. Um, and I like was like what we've seen from Monica Rambeau uh, a ton in WandaVision, but for the second, and it's hard because you know how are you going to raise the scale, you know, off of what we've seen from Captain Marvel already, and you're including Miss Marvel, which we'll have to see uh, that series, which I'm sure that'll be good as well. But I guess I'm just a little concerned about like, you know. W- it, when you're talking about selling this movie, I don't even know. It may end up being a really good movie, like the. But like we're talking about selling this movie, you don't we don't have like an A-list person going up against Carl Danvers. Um, we don't know who who Ashton is playing at this point. You know, she may be playing an A-list Marvel character, but unless it's Rogue, it doesn't seem as if that's the direction they're going. Yeah. Um, like that. That's my concern. Is you know. We were kind of hoping that Captain Marvel two would be like the the new Captain the Captain Marvel franchise would be like the new Captain America franchise or the new Iron Man franchise, and you know it, it remains to be seen what this what this will be. Um, and maybe my excitement will be more when WandaVision's finished and uh, when Miss Marvel comes out. But as of right now, I think the jury is still very much out on this movie. It's kind of very much a wild card. 
I think Monica Rambeau was helping me in terms of becoming more comfortable. Right. Uh, with the movie. I love her. Yeah. There's definitely going to be a personal story there, which that'll be very interesting to follow. Yeah. They've but already teased that. But she's doing a fantastic job. I love her. Yeah. So I'm very, very much looking forward to seeing her on the big screen in a movie, working with, alongside Brie Larson, and us seeing where that, wherever that, that relationship goes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the story should be uh better it's not an intro story it's not a oh get, get to know who this person is and right. how they got their powers and blah, blah. it's like no it's like we know who she is you know she's an avenger there's some other major major issue so i mean i'm not too concerned and it's not like a throwback movie you know it's going to be like a current times like so i'm not too concerned personally um uh, i i you know expected to be about as good as any other any other kind of standard. I'm not expecting it to be uh, incredible. Hopefully, it is, but I expect it to be a decent movie. I think I think that uh, you make a good point, Sham, about Paris, um, John Paris being in this film, mm-hmm. and, and now that that gives me some hope. I did say that I am concerned, and I guess my concern is more that um, I like the first movie. I agree with Kendall. I, I probably like the first movie more than most. I don't. You know, and we shouldn't be just, you know, I think it's stupid that we just put it up against, uh, you know, the other female franchise as superhero. You know, it's ridiculous. We just put it up against all the movies. But, like, I do feel like, you know, there is a little bit of a, this thing Marvel has to kind of get over where, like, they were slow to have a female-led movie. This movie is supposed to rival Wonder Woman. I don't think that anyone thinks that. Well, I don't say anyone. I mean, most people thought Wonder Woman outperformed uh, Captain Marvel on all levels. But... I guess what gives me hope is Tiana Paris's is appearance because one of the issues that I think people had in the film it didn't bother me as much because I feel like it was a plot device and it, it wasn't necessarily all that different from Carol's personality. But you know the issue was they thought that 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 Brie delivered a, a rather dry performance. I would argue that a lot of the film she doesn't know who she is and she's this trained military person from the Cree Empire. Look, that's not going to be a very engaging person you could argue maybe you should have not done that but that's what the story they did they wanted to do and that's what we ended up getting so uh with that being said now that we're kind of past that i think we saw more of like who carol Danvers really is when she gets out of that and she remembers maria and like she's you know with the younger monica rambeau and i thought that you know her her like her personality her energy i think for the third act was great I think you'll see more of that for the whole season, for the whole movie, and putting Paris in there, that's going to provide a, an emotional pull that I think is going to be really and and, and we, we know because we know there's beef. About, uh, Paris has beef, you know. We know Monica has beef with with uh, with with Carol right now. Yeah, we we can't forget about Kamala Khan as well. That's true, right? You know? Exactly. And the gonna, again, we have to we have to see yeah, Miss Marvel before you can truly get a feel for what this what like. The cast ensemble yeah. will feel like, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a different kind of movie. Yeah, um, it's gonna be different. You know, I I I this feels like scroll. This feels feels like scrolls to me. Also because of what the story that they're kind of portraying with Wandavision. And do you think there are any scrolls in Wandavision right now? Um, it's like there's gotta be right. There's, there's gotta, gotta be. be. I don't know who leading candidates to me in general. 
the general guy. Oh yeah, director yeah, director yeah, Hayward. Director Hayward. 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 Me, either Hayward or uh, to me the other one is Darcy. I see Darcy being a scroll too. Mm. Um, mm, or or the other one or or Jamie Woo. I, one of them I think is going to end up being a could end up being a scroll. I need to get um, my uh, I need to get the the Doctor Umar uh, drop. <laughs> the goddamn NBA is a suspect. Yeah, <laughs> the guy, the goddamn Darcy is a suspect. Yeah, man. One, I feel like something's up with one of them. Um, especially since I, people talked about how like Darcy's been is like slightly different. Like, I wonder if like yeah, that's, that's I, part yeah. Of I, I talked about that, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. And I mentioned how you know to me like it was her maturity, but maybe it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? And, you know, we said the same thing about, like, Nick Fury in, in Homecoming. We were like, why, or Far From Home. Like, why is Nick Fury kind of off in this movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's still Nick Fury, but, like, it doesn't, it's something's off. It's something different about him. So, and that's the thing I look at with Darcy, but, um, but I feel like the story screams scroll because, like, Monica is kind of, clearly the story seems like she's upset that Captain Marvel's been gone for so long. For whatever reason, well, like, we don't know if that's, if that's the case, but it's, I feel like that's the direction it's going. And, and what would be the impetus for Captain Marvel coming back? You know, and I feel like Skrulls being, you know, invading Earth would be a, <laughs> a reason why Captain Marvel. Would I guess be. the only thing, you know, I look, I'm all for that. And I would be excited. And you guys know I've been pulling for I wanted Captain Marvel 2 to be Captain Marvel's Secret Invasion. But like. My thing and the reason why I, I have questions is Secret Invasion is its own project. Yeah, so it's like, it's how do you go from Secret Invasion to another Secret Invasion movie? Like I don't, like I don't know. Like it, like is is it like will Secret Invasion project kind of be a build up to like actually seeing like the ish play out? Like I don't know. Like I guess to me, like could like Nick Fury's project Secret Invasion be kind of like just like the clandestine seeing multiple people be scrolls and kind of the story being from his perspective and then the Captain Marvel to kind of be like what would have been the final act of Secret Invasion really kind of playing out as a movie. I mean maybe, but like I don't know. It just that 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 order of operations just kinda of threw things off for me. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean I think that's an interesting interesting idea of Secret Invasion being being kind of a lead up to uh, almost like a secret invasion movie. I don't know if Captain Marvel is going to have much to do with secret invasion. Cause I did forget about the whole show. Yeah. Cause they have a whole show. It kind of throws everything out of whack. Exactly. So I, I have no idea. Honestly, it's, it's really all up in the air. And um, I do have high hopes for the show though. <laughs> yeah. now, what I will say too is, um, you know, I, I don't think that Monica Rimbaud is a scroll, but the understanding that I think we all had is that Thanos, when he invaded that snap, I mean, it affected the entire universe. So, yeah. scrolls got snapped. Like, that happened. That definitely happened. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it just, I think any kind of, you know, we talk about characters who could be a scroll. Could Monica be a scroll? You know, like, yeah. you know, who knows? Like, it's, it's and, and we also talked about the scrolls being kind of cuddly. In, yeah. in the, you know, does the snap affect that? Are they less cuddly now? You know, mm. do they go from being friendly to not friendly? Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, you know, it, it seems like I know, you know, Faye and Kendall mentioned before, like, Faye didn't want to kind of replay the snap over and over again. But, you know, there's got to be massive ramifications to that. It can't just be business as usual. Um, yeah, that was such a weird comment from Faye, man. Because, I, 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 first of all, I mean, WandaVision, I mean, it's the only thing we've seen so far in the next phase, but, like, that, 
you know, clearly you haven't ignored the snap. But and to me, you think that the snap is a much bigger event than the Battle of New York. Yeah, way bigger. Like, so why like would you know, less, uh, I, I, I agree that I thought the Battle of New York stuff got kind of old after like I the agree. third reference. <laughs> right. But like, but, but I mean, this, you know, I kind of want to see everybody's perspective. You're so nuts. <laughs> who came back? Who got snapped? What was their reaction to being snapped? What was the exactly. imp- what was the the implications? And so that that to me also is strange. Like that's to me is also showing me that WandaVision, whatever's going to happen in WandaVision and Doctor Strange, is much bigger than whatever happened in with the snap. Like I think that's what Feige is telling us. Like yeah, the snap is was fine for now, but like something bigger is going to happen that we're not even going to be thinking about the snap. You know, uh, I hope so, man. And I, I mean, look, it, I will say it seems to be tracking that way. Like it does. There's, yeah. there's no Whatever happened in WandaVision has nothing to do with the snap. No, yeah, this this seems to be tracking like something massive is about to go down. So and it seems like it's gonna happen very soon uh, after the snap. So that's uh, so uh, it makes sense uh, uh, that that may end up being the case. But uh, let's get to our last story of the day, guys. So um, Black Widow, we're in a position. We're still waiting for this movie to drop. It's been more than a year later. Um, right now, we're looking at a uh, a, a May date. Uh, May 7th that this movie is, is set to be released in theaters. So of course, there's been multiple delays because the uh, pandemic and how that's impacted theaters and many theaters still remaining closed at the moment. Uh, Disney gave us a little bit of an update on where they stand in regards to how Disney Plus is doing. Um, they said that they had a, a pretty big boom. And right now, they're close to 95 million paid subscribers uh, to start the new year. And that was, uh, I guess that's before even WandaVision came out. So, you know, I would assume that's, uh, that, that's got, that's probably just ballooned since then. Cause this was as of January 2nd, um, Bob Chapik in, in talking about the, the strategy for Disney moving forward, he told deadline that they'll be watching to see the reopening of theaters and consumer sentiment in terms of going back to the theater when you're kind of discussing the decision to keep uh, black widow right now, still as a theatrical debut. One of the things we learned this week that I think was uh, maybe not surprising to people, but I think maybe uh, frustrating for a lot of people, was uh, Variety reporting that Kevin Feige is apparently opposed to a hybrid rollout that would involve the movie being debuted in theaters as well as on Disney+. Plus. They report, quote, Feige's opinion certainly uh, carries considerable weight at Disney, but that doesn't mean the powers that be can't be can't eventually convince Feige to change his mind or overrule him completely. Uh, you know, to me, I feel like, you know, I feel like the machinations are happening behind the scenes to make this movie come out on Disney plus. That's the feeling I got. I don't want to have big hopes, but just like the reporting we're getting, it's like, it's just slightly, slightly less hardline than what we were hearing last year. Last year, there was no talk, no discussion, no situation. When I'm, how I'm reading this, again, I read this as someone who works in news and knows how stories get disseminated. I see, you know, they have to talk about Disney Plus. I see a very non-committal statement from Bob Chapik saying that basically we're just watching how things are going. Uh and consumer sentiment. Consumer sentiment is very clear. They want the movie dropped on Disney Plus. Like the people the Marvel fans want to drop on Disney Plus. That's that's I know there is that contingent of fans who are very scared about theaters and the future of theaters. But that ain't the majority of Marvel fans. Marvel fans want to see this movie on Disney Plus at this point. So, if he that's who they're listening to, then this movie would have been done already. So, 
I, I hear him saying we're watching and seeing what's happening with the opening and reopening of theaters. That's not something that's going to happen before May 7th. I mean, I just give him a newsflash. That's that's obvious with, 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 with where we are right now. And when it comes to the Feige the comments, to me, these comments look like someone who's trying to play in the media. I think he kind of wants to get the word out there and how he stands and make it maybe a little more difficult for Disney to strong arm him. And I think that the statement that, you know, he can be overruled completely suggests that Disney is telling Variety he don't make the decisions here. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're on that side for Disney Plus having uh, Black Widow debut on that platform, I, I think this is, you know, very, very cautiously optimistic good news. Very cautious. I, I'm not going to jump out and say, oh, yeah, it's definite. But I just feel like the 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 the, the super um, hardline stance that we've been seeing from Disney is not happening. And, and having Feige or someone who represents him have to come out and even say this suggests that there's something happening behind the scenes where they, they want to do this. And he needs to get out there at the face of Marvel to say, I don't want this. And someone needs to report that I don't want this to maybe help it, help it stop. And I'm hearing in the other statement that they ain't, he ain't going to be able to stop this if that's what they want to do. Um, I mean, I think the reason that they're not as hardline probably has to do with WandaVision. I, w- I would anticipate. Because WandaVision right now is the number one show in the world, apparently. I'm just yes. hearing. Shout, I- out, shout out to WandaVision. Shout out to Marvel Studios. Shout out to Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, apparently Falcon Winter Soldier is... Uh, 200% more anticipated than The Mandalorian was. That's a shot to Shamari. To, what, to me personally? <laughs> but, um, but nah. I mean, and we, me and Ken, we discussed that before. I think, there are, <laughs> I think there are various reasons. I think The Mandalorian and WandaVision have helped with, with, that, with that number. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, for sure. Statistic. Right, on the backs of The Mandalorian. <laughs> you know, come exciting. on but, um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think... WandaVision and how just how successful uh, yeah. none of these other Disney Plus shows have made Disney have, yeah. have been the number one show in the it's world. The biggest thing in enter- it's the biggest thing in in entertainment TV. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's the hot it's the hottest thing right now. It is the, the hottest is like in terms of entertainment. Yeah, music, TV, movies, anything. WandaVision is the hottest thing out. And yeah. and when I hear these people talk about hero fatigue, I, I, they need to they need to quiet down. They need yeah. to. They need to take a time out. They like, need to hush. Scarlet Witch and Vision show. Yeah, exactly. a show with Scarlet Witch and Vision is the hottest thing out. We <laughs> it's that, hot, that it's the hottest on the block. We were like, oh, this is going to be very niche. Like, I don't know who's going to watch this besides us. <laughs> right. and, and like, are they now? Are they buoyed by again a pandemic? You can't do a lot. Does it help? Of course, but there's still a lot of content out there still being yeah. created, and. The highest thing on the block is still WandaVision. A show with Scarlet Witch and Vision is the yeah. highest thing in, in, in America. Yeah. yeah. What a time to be alive. Hero <laughs> fatigue, yeah. my behind. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's, that. I feel like that has to, have to at yeah. least be playing some role in them kind of kind of being showing a little bit of resistance to them absolutely 100% releasing it in theaters no matter what. Um but they do still seem to be leaning towards le- uh, releasing it in theaters, possibly postponing it again. Um, and uh, you know, as I as I've said, you know, I, you know, countless times, I think they're making a bad decision. I think Kevin Feige is is taking a very anti-consumer stance uh, with regards to this property. 
I mean, there are a million different movies that he's making that are going to come out in theaters and people will see. But there's just this one movie that came out during a pandemic and we want to keep people safe. And I guess for some reason for him, that's an issue. So, look, I'm not calling him a bad guy. I'm not saying he's an evil guy. You know, I don't want people saying that that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying. Shamari wants smoke with Kevin Feige. (laughs) He's old Kevin Feige. Pull up. I'm just saying he makes a lot of money. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not not, not going to touch his money. But I'm just saying, like, you know, as we discussed before, some of these Hollywood people, they live in a bubble, you know, where they're okay. They don't have to worry about getting sick. Um, You know. Your, brand, your standard, you know, Marvel fan that just wants to see Black Widow would have to take that risk or just not see the movie, which, I mean, if that's what they want to do, but ain't nobody going to see the movie. And so they just want to just push it back and push it back, push everything back to the point where people don't even care about the movie anymore. Kendall, Kendall just showing me uh, people's tweets, people saying how they, they don't care about the movie. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're upset. People are upset. They don't they don't they're just like, I don't care about this movie anymore. Yeah. They pushed it back too long. I just want to see Spider-Man. I just want to see, you know, <laughs> Fantastic Four. Right. Whatever. It's just like, it's ridiculous. This is Black Widow. Like, yeah. just release the movie. Let us watch the movie, you know, and we'll go see the next yeah. movie. Yeah, they're really, really, you okay, you talk about fatigue, like, the fatigue on Black Widow <laughs> right. is just yeah. at an all-time high. Right. And what makes you know, it so tough, Kendall, is that everybody knows that this is a prequel movie. So when you have WandaVision pushing yeah. forward this incredible, incredible vision, no pun intended, for the future of what the MCU is going to look like, just nobody's interested in what's happened in the past. Like, they, there was a time when we were interested because this was, you know, this character that we followed for a long time, getting the due that they deserved and getting this movie. Coming off and they, Endgame. And, we're she, and coming yeah. off Endgame. So but there was a time where we were invested, but that time has changed. There's no way to me that after, uh, after not just WandaVision, but they were also going to get Falcon and Winter Soldier, that you're going to tell me that they could survive another delay. Because that's what's going to happen. It's not going to come out on May 7th. Like, that, that's I, I think that's crazy. Like, they, ha- they, they they can't move the line anymore. So, I'll be Johnny Good News here. And I'll say, look. So, Disney came out. They had an announcement today. They came out with a poster for their uh, prequel. Their 101 Dalmatians prequel, Cruella, starring Emma Stone. Um, and that movie, which trailer is going to drop tomorrow, um, that movie is coming out, they announced, in May. It seems strange to announce at this point in February. If you really, if we all think there were movies in May, come on now. <laughs> no, <laughs> and nobody listening to this is going gonna, is gonna to go see a movie in May, more than likely. Right. Um, unless you're someplace not in America. Um mm-hmm. So shout out to those listeners. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like we all understand that Cruella is probably not coming out in theaters, only in theaters. It may be a, it will likely be at least at the very least a hybrid release. So if that's the case, now it doesn't mean that their strategy for Cruella Deville is going to be the same as their strategy for Black Widow, different type of movie, not a temple necessarily, but. It is interesting that they would announce that if they didn't plan on releasing movies for like months. So I, you know, I I will say that I feel like there's a, I feel a little bit more positive that there's a good chance that they will simul, I won't say simulcast, but simul release this um, movie mm. because 
that's to me is that's the only that's the only way like this movie is going to be as successful as it should be not only from a because i think they have to be careful about only looking at the dollars the, the dollars and cents of this movie and not also like the consumer engagement and just the buzz. The yeah, the, yeah, yeah just bu- the buzz. buzz and the engagement. I 100% agree. That, that affects your long-term health. Exactly. For sure. And as a company. And so, yes, Black Widow is going to lose on this movie. But, like, New Mutants, like, had no buzz when that thing released. I still haven't right. seen it. And I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, we probably would have seen it if it came out like when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, For sure. And yeah, absolutely. Like, and that initial buzz was gone. And I mean, of course, you could talk about like Fox. Like the Fox movies were, were I guess, they were supposed to be gone anyway at that point. But like, the initial buzz for New Mutants was was there when they showed the trailers and there was people. There were fans of the movie that was gone by the time the, by the time the movie came out. And not to say Black Widow is going to be New Mutants, but they have to keep that initial buzz because, you know, that excitement for... Because Marvel's going to be having stuff come out every week for the rest of the year. So, you know, if... But if people are so apathetic to the fact that, oh, the movies aren't coming out, all right, now Loki's coming out, who cares? You know, all right, now what if? And then uh, Miss Marvel... Like, I don't know if it'll be that bad, but, like... Imagine if Black Widow's really good. If Black Widow's really good, then which that to me that's to me that's that's what I think this is telling me also. I think Feige and Marvel really think that Black Widow's a really good movie. And that they don't want to not waste it, but I mean they they don't want to waste it on Disney Plus. Because to I me don't know. I, I I mean I, I I don't know. I to me like I, I guess I, I get that, but in part of me feels like if you got heat that's that fire i like the the buzz that will be created for your property like the fact that you're gonna hold on to it i just don't i i and i feel like you know we haven't heard from the horse's mouth himself kevin feige but if this is isn't is indeed his his platform or his his theory on this i feel like in some ways he's kind of believing in his own brand a little bit too much because i mean if that's the case i'm like like a super good movie and like to me like if black widow come like if you just because they're gonna delay it again if it comes out in let's say i mean th- that's the thing that's so problematic because okay how much further can you delay it if you're trying to stay hold the line with spider-man in december and that's a sony release like you don't have unilateral control like right like the the, the clock is ticking like how much further are you gonna push this back and 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 to a certain point like like just when does the interest just wane like i i don't know i i, I don't I, I just think that i kind of wonder that, if they feel like that like they like that maybe this isn't gonna move the needle as much as we would have hoped we want to grab look, the money that's what that's how i see this look at wonder woman like right. if black widow is as good as wonder woman was which i, I again it was another movie i think i liked it probably slightly better than most people but it was about, a, you're talking about 84 yeah wonder woman 1984 okay um, if that movie is as good as is Black Widow is as good as eighty four, and they wait to release this movie, they wait till late this year. They wait till twenty twenty two to release Black Widow. That'd, I mean, be, gonna, that'd, that'd be psychotic. Maybe that'd be psychotic. It'd be, yeah. I mean, yeah. why we we waited years for this movie? It's just in the tank. No one's gonna go see it. But I, but I almost feel like 
but like while while it would be psychotic, I say psychotic because I feel like to me that's the only reason why you would do that. Then is because you feel like there's a guaranteed bag, yeah, you just guaranteed ability for you to recoup whatever you produced or money you produced or money you spent to make the movie. But brand equity would be destroyed. Just I think me. that Feige could be making a calculation that my brand is is Teflon, and yeah, Teflon. it's hey, not it's right. not it's not a crazy calculation yeah. like if that's the calculation he's making i understand it like i think it's crazy to, to go through with it but i think like that if you came to that conclusion and you're kevin feige i get it but like i said i think that like to me like this movie the more it gets delayed the more this movie is being dropped in a vacuum and in a vacuum there's just no way that a prequel movie with everything you're developing with the future of marvel is going to raise the attention and raise the eyebrows of a lot of people. It just isn't. Like and I don't also, I don't know what they're movie, doing here. If it gets pushed back and the other properties don't, that would also tell me that this movie's not that important. Which is why they they have to release it like soon or they're gonna have to push everything else back. Because then I'm like, well this movie's that inconsequential. I know it's a prequel, but is that inconsequential to the rest of the calendar? Like yeah, so I I mean I, I I mean I thought this movie couldn't come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier, like so like, could, the fact that that's even happening. Oh yeah, yeah, couldn't come out after I mean. So like the fact that that's even happening, I'm confused. <laughs> um, so that's like oh yeah, Hawkeye definitely conversation. Seems to be the first one where it's like definitely can't come out after Hawkeye. Right, um, Hawkeye is still a ways away. Yeah, that's later. We gotta get, to, we gotta get a couple twenty one. That is later this year. Yes, yes. Just we assume holiday season, winter, late twenty twenty one. So you know, that, look, they'll still give them some time. But again, we don't know what's in this movie. Like, if it's hinting at scrolls, like that could be. I mean, we could they could have already missed Mister Mister Mark if something happens in something else. So, yeah, I mean the the ball the ball is in Dizzy's court. My guess is that they will release this hybrid, but that's also me being super optimistic. Let's get let's do, uh, let's do a percentage. Shamari, what's the percentage that uh this comes out in any some kind of form on Disney Plus? Hybrid or solo, whatever the situation is. Um the percentage in May. In May? Yeah. Uh I uh I give it a I give it maybe thirty five percent. Uh, I think it's possible, but they just, for whatever reason, Feige, uh, Chapik, Iger and the gang, the board, they just don't want uh, this movie to not come out in theaters. It's another, uh, it's another, um, uh, what's her name? The Wonder Woman director. Patty Jenkins. Another Patty, Patty Jenkins situation. Yeah, yeah, it's another Patty Jenkins. You know, my, my artistic sensibilities are more important than... Uh, your health and well-being, you know, and it's very, uh, you know, I'm sure they would just say, oh, then don't see the movie. Wait. And it's like, it's like um, I would, I'm the one who's supporting you. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And I won't support your project then. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's unfortunate, you know, that has gotten to that point. And, and it's, it's a bad business decision because I'm not going to see the, I'm not going to risk my health to see the movie. So, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. So you're at 35%. Um, yeah, so I'm at, I'm at 35 percent. Kendall, what, what percentage are you? Uh, I'm gonna say 60. 
Um, I think that that's definitely optimistic, but um, to me, it's still in their best interest, and I, I, I feel like at some point they're gonna understand that we can't go past this without pausing the rest of the MCU. And okay, what's your percent? Sixty. Okay, right. and I think that right. that's uh, to me like the momentum. Like Shamari, the first thing you said was I thought was completely on point. Like the momentum that they've gathered from WandaVision, and at that point, which would, would, would what will end up being Falcon Winter Soldier as well, and that momentum, I don't think they're gonna want to mess around with that and announce. Oh yeah, we're pushing Black Widow back to November, and you know just. Like, if you release the movie, like, again, Premiere Access. I'm not even saying make the right, movie free. Exactly. Like, Premiere Access, you're still, given the, the popularity of WandaVision and the popularity. People will support of it. Falcon and Winter people Soldier. Will, people will break out their wallets and support it. I think people would. There was, you, of course, you'll get through the peanut gallery that's going to say, oh, I ain't paying it, which is fine. They can pirate the movie if they, <laughs> if they feel right. like it, you know, if they feel like risking it or whatever. But, like. There are gonna be plenty of people. Maybe people that are gonna be supporting Raya and the Last Dragon in yeah. March, just so that Black Widow can come. You know, yeah. and hopefully Disney sees that because Raya is gonna do better only because they haven't announced anything on Black Widow. You know, so mm. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. Um, but I think that I think we'll I think we'll end up seeing. I, I think I think you know Kendall kind of gave the caveat of in May. I think if we're talking about May. I'll put it at 50. If we're saying Disney Plus just before the fall, uh, I put it at like 65. Um, I think that it's becoming increasingly likely that this will happen again. Kind of just reading the tea leaves of just how these stories are being dropped and their 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 wording. It, like to me, it looks like now there's a fight that's brewing. Um, a fight between even someone like Kevin Feige and the people who run Disney is always going to be won by the people who run Disney. So, if 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 the Disney people are like, we'll see, that tells me that they really, really are considering it. And I don't think that he can stop them if, if they're considering it that seriously, which I think they are. They, they have to. There, there's just no way around it. You're staring down the barrel of another delay. There's just no way you can release this movie on May 7th when the chances that movie theaters will be open in New York and L.A. on May 7th. I put at ten percent. Like it's like it's like it, that would be shocking to me if they somehow theaters were open in major cities like New York and L.A. where they get a lot of their money. So if that's the move that they're going to make, that's ins- insane. They would still drop it. Um, and again, you got to hold the line at some point. How many movies are going to keep dropping? Or are you going to keep moving? I don't think that you can just move Spider Man because it's not your movie. Like 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 at a certain point, they got to just hold the lines at some point and. The line to me appears to be winter, uh, and I, why would you drop the movie in fall when you could drop it in the summer? Like to me, it's, this this will likely happen, um, but uh, but you know we'll have to see just when exactly that will happen. That's gonna do it for this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation this week. I certainly enjoyed talking to my guys here. Of course, if you want to catch out catch all of our shows, be sure to check us out on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find. That channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, as well as TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. That is where we drop our weekly 
WandaVision episode recap. We've done five recap videos for six episodes. Uh, we got three more to go. So we're coming down to the wire. We really enjoyed uh, having these conversations on YouTube and, and, and talking about the show. So I know we do, do a lot of show recaps on the podcast. We're trying to switch that over to YouTube for at least this series. Want to catch that conversation before this Friday's new episode? Check that out again. New Generation Media um, on YouTube. Catch us on social media, Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, uh, and Facebook, New Generation Media as well. You can find Shamari on Snapchat and Instagram, MCSham22. Ken Lil can be found on Twitter, at NewGenKen. I can be found on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, ActionEJ. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. For Kendall, for Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.